you start to think about sometimes what you wish you had said and what you wish you had done. And life doesn't always give you that opportunity to go back and, you know, kind of make amends for the regrets. And so just live a life that is filled with grace. Hello, my dear friends, fam, soul fam. Welcome to The Brave Table. I'm your host, Dr. Nita, and this is your oasis, your destination to be all things just a little bit more brave in your actions, in your relationships, and in your life. And my goodness, do I have a phenomenal show for you today. This guest is just going to blow your mind. When I think of somebody so powerful yet that has been through so much life. And if you are one that has been just averse to taking risks and thinking that big risks will bring you down or that maybe that's not meant for you. Well, hopefully this episode is definitely about to change your world completely apart because Dr. Cheryl Wood is my guest this week. And we dive into not just her personal story, but how she has used vulnerability to catapult an entire speaking career and going on massive stages, teaching people the power of utilizing their voice, utilizing their story to create massive ignition and spark in their life. And not only that, she does it with such grace. And we get into deep conversations around loss, around family dynamics, around family trauma, and around her own growth and childhood and what she's been able to do and transform some of these truly difficult moments and challenging moments, which we all have. But she is a powerhouse. And when I met her at an event earlier last year, we literally just connected. We were in an exercise where I literally just walked in the door and you know, at this event, they put us both as pairs and there was four of us. But Cheryl, Dr. Cheryl and I became a... We did a partner exercise where we had to gaze at each other's eyes and without knowing, we had to say the words, I feel seen. And that locked us forever because in her eyes, I could see the amount of depth, the amount of pain and the amount of life that she had lived through. Yet she is so fun and so funny and we had the best time. And literally, you know, when you find people at these events, they become your buddies. And then a few months later, I invited her to come all the way from the East Coast to my book launch. And she got on a plane and she hopped on. And so this interview we filmed back at the end of January. And I am just beyond excited for you to listen into her wisdom. We do get into how to overcome challenges, how to actually take big risks, especially if you've had certain eras in life where life has knocked you down and how to embrace self-compassion and how to reframe the setbacks so that you can live a truly juicy life. Well, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. I think you are going to love it. And I think you are going to truly share it with a friend and a colleague. And don't forget to listen all the way until the end where I reveal something super magical. Enjoy. 
All right, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to pop in and just say doors are open to our DCI Dharma Coaching Institute with our newest certification, the Embodiment Certification, where you will finally learn how to actually be in your body, learn how your emotions are messengers, and how to truly feel in order to heal, and how to uniquely express it in ways that serve you and even your clients. And you can actually even make a career out of it. We've certified close to 2,000 students in the two years that we have been in business. And maybe you're desiring a place to be seen, fully accepted, or maybe understand your emotions even more, understanding that our body holds innate wisdom. And if it's not purged or released or let go, then it can manifest into disease. And you all know how much my life story and my life's journey has been such a deep, profound example of how when we feel our emotions, we can heal and we can transmute that for everyone around us and create ripple effects in our lives. So maybe you are a coach, healer, therapist. Are you looking for the next opportunity to grow yourself? That is not your traditional personal growth always in your head, constantly judging, constantly analyzing, to instead drop in your heart. This is your safe place to allow your fullest expression to come out without any judgment. So go over to dharmacoachinginstitute.com for more classes begin July 11th. All righty. I get to sit with Dr. Cheryl in the house. (laughs) How are you, queen? Phenomenal. So excited to be here. You know, I love your energy from the moment we connected in our this mastermind we're a part of. So oh my gosh, same. I am so big on energy and I allow same. energy to just kind of lead me to where I feel like I'm supposed to be. Well, it's interesting because we were in this incredible group of women for that weekend. Yeah. And I think I was like the one that, of course, got there late. <laughs> Like the late, the one that was, you're all doing, you know, these exercises and kind of like icebreaker, but you know, like full on icebreaker. And then you and I are just, and I I go into like full mom (laughs) (laughs) breakdown. I started tearing up and crying. That's me. I think that mastermind specifically is the place for me to release and cry. Oh, Because most times I'm so busy and I'm getting things done that I don't have time to do that. I don't make the time. Let's just word it that way. So that space is, I find that that is the space to just release and just let it all out. And it's a safe space. Mm -hmm. So I feel even freer to do that. Well, and to even have a space like that where, because you lead a lot of people and you hold so much space for so many people. I mean, you know, as I do as well, but it's that time is so important. Yeah. And well, I guess when I want to start there, where in your brave journey did you realize that the Dr. Cheryl today versus the Dr. Cheryl <laughs> way back when that she could allow herself to be her truest container in a room full of other unicorns? That took a long time. <laughs> I think I'm still a work in progress for that because I was raised in a space where my mom taught me strength, like how to be strong, how to be a go-getter. You got to work hard. You got to get out. You got to do the things that need to be done because the world isn't going to give you anything. Mm. And so the one thing I always say I feel that was lacking was vulnerability. 
And it's very hard to teach vulnerability if you've never given yourself permission to be vulnerable, which is the one piece that, you know, my mom, she didn't have time to be vulnerable. She was a single mom raising three kids. Oh, wow. So it was, you know, hustle and grind and work and do the things that need to be done so that you can build a life for yourself. So I brought that into my life. I brought that into my family. I brought that into my business. The lack of vulnerability, true vulnerability. And I think sometimes the challenge with that as well is not only my own stuff and not being shown what vulnerability looks like, but sometimes you witness other women using vulnerability against each other. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, you're just like, okay, I'm not telling anybody anything. I'm just going right. to keep everything in this container. Yeah. And so it really has taken a lot of work and being in the right safe spaces mm-hmm. to see that I can be vulnerable in this space and at the end of it, and when I wipe my face and wipe the tears, they still respect me as the leader and the boss that I am. Yeah, those spaces are, you've got to be very intentional in seeking out those spaces. And then once you find them, hold on to them. Okay, and I'm feeling like two different ways that we can go in our conversation because you are a boss queen. (laughs) And then learning the journey of your mom as a single mother, because I talk a lot about upbringing in my books and of course on the Brave Table, you all know this. How and what was that bridge for you in perhaps maybe even repairing or strengthening your relationship with your mom during that time into now a lot of the work that you do? I've learned to give grace. Mm. My mom and I have an amazing relationship. We've always had an amazing relationship. I think the only time I ever felt some kind of way about my mom was her lack of taking up for herself when I was younger. Mm. because unfortunately, I love my dad, rest in peace, but unfortunately, my father had his own demons. He suffered from alcoholism, and it just wreaked havoc in our lives. Like, that's what I remember of him more than anything, is him being an alcoholic who would do crazy stuff and end up going to jail, and then we'd visit him in jail. And I mean, it was a really chaotic upbringing, just very dysfunctional upbringing. And so when I say single mom, it was because my father, more times than not, was not present in the household. Mm. And I think I got to the teenage years, maybe 15, 16, and I just really start resenting my mom Mm. for continuing to accept that type of behavior and not demanding more for herself. Because I only knew her as this rock, as this woman of strength, who was a go-getter and doing what needed to be done to take care of us, even though we were growing up in poverty. Mm. Like she was strict with us and she was like, you're going to stay on the straight, narrow path. And then I see this other side of her Mm. where you're not demonstrating that same strength To pull yourself out of a violent, domestic type of situation Mm. where you're accepting verbal abuse and physical abuse. So that was the only time I really was challenged with my relationship with my mother. But, you know, as you get older and you experience life, you really start to realize and be grateful for and learn grace. And I really have worked very hard. I've done a lot of inner work, working hard on me and learning to give people grace and understand that she only did what she was shown how to do Mm. or taught how to do. And she was trying to keep the pieces together based on what she knew and what she had access to in that season in her life. Wow, yes. And so uh, we have an amazing relationship and I don't fault her for anything that she wasn't able to show me Mm -hmm. that she didn't have the capacity to show me. Right. Yeah, but but then I make a decision that I don't want to carry that into the next generation Mm. with my daughter and my children, my sons. So then I've learned, okay, show them what vulnerability looks like. Mm, And that means you have to have spaces to be vulnerable so that you can know what it feels like in order to pass that down. And oh gosh, yeah, this is so key because we can talk about 
it, you know, and we could say vulnerability yeah. and vulnerability. Yeah. And what does that actually even mean? Thank you, Brene Brown. <laughs> yes. But like, how have you done it in your family, kind of starting that mm-hmm. journey? And I know your kids are like late teens. Yes. <laughs> Pray for me. Um, <laughs> I have a 15-year-old son, a 16-year-old son, and my daughter just turned 19. So yeah, a lot going on in the household. My kids do see my strength all the time because I am a go-getter and I'm like, I'm determined that my kids will come from wealth because I came from poverty. Mm. So when I tell you I'm breaking generational curses, it is real on so many levels. So they see me as a go-getter and I'm out here and I'm changing the world and I'm doing what I have to do even without all the stuff that I thought I needed Mm -hmm. to get to this place, right? I didn't go to college. For such a long time, I thought I wasn't enough because I didn't have a piece of paper that said I was smart enough. I come from poverty. I come from an environment of a single parent with a dad who suffered from alcoholism. There's so many strikes going against me. So I've shown my kids what it looks like to pick yourself up and to build something when you feel like you're nothing. Mm. Right? So it's very hard to go from that space to the vulnerable space Mm -hmm. when things aren't going well and letting them see the breakdown. Mm -hmm. That for me has been the vulnerable piece. It's like, don't try to shelter them from the disappointments that you've had, the breakdowns that you've had, the times where you made a big ask And you didn't get it and what that did to you inside because you got to know when you were so excited about that thing, Mm -hmm. that collaboration, that project, that thing, and you didn't get the response you thought you were going to get, right? So really not shielding them from that, but instead pulling them together and actually having a conversation. And so I'll call these family meetings and say, Mm -hmm. you guys remember mommy was talking about da, 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 project Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z. It didn't happen. Mm. And right now I'm feeling some kind of way. Like I'm in my feelings. As the kids say, I try to talk their lingo <laughs> as much as I possibly can. I'm like, y'all gotta keep, me, you gotta keep <laughs> me young and current. So I try to speak their language and just, and I say, so I'm feeling a little emotional. So if you see me and you, you can feel a certain kind of energy that's opposite of what you're used to, this is why. Mm. That's how I'm sure. And then I give them that permission. You don't always have to be strong. Like when something's happening, you can come and bring it to the family and be vulnerable and raw with us. And we'll respect how you're feeling in that moment. For instance, my daughter, I took her for her driver's test. And she's very emotional. My daughter's very emotional. So she failed the first time Mm. and she broke down. (laughs) Like, because I think she felt like it was a failure. I'm like, it's just a moment. So I let her have her moment. And then I said, you know, this is just a moment. I said, did you hear that the lady say that we can be back in a week? Guess when we'll be back in a week and we'll try it again. I said, and guess what happens if you don't pass then? We'll be back the next week. And I literally just let her have her moment, but just remind her we don't stay stuck in those moments. But it's okay for you to have the moment. It's okay for you to cry the tears. It's okay for you to feel some kind of way about what's happening in this space. And then we pick it up of the pieces and we keep moving forward. Mm, Oh, yeah. Versus you coddling her and, you know, then sheltering her. Or Or even diminishing what she was feeling in that moment and saying, wipe your eyes. Come on, we got to keep moving. We don't do... Because that would be, honestly, the normal side of me. The normal side of me is like, okay, let's go. We don't have time for this. We don't have time to be vulnerable. We don't have time to be sad. We don't have time to be... Mm, Because we're so Disappointed. We're busy. We're getting stuff done. Okay, that we are the people. We are strong people. We get back up. We don't let things break us. Sometimes you've got to give yourself permission to feel all of that emotion Mm. and that breakdown so that you can have the break 
through to the next moment, which could be an amazing moment. So don't rob yourself of being able to experience the amazing moment because you didn't give yourself permission to be fully in the breakdown moment. Yeah. Those, and, and many times the breakdown moments, I feel like even in my, you know, my journey, those those were the most magical. Those were the most juicy. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. It, it sucked. sucked. <laughs> now what? <laughs> <laughs> it sucked, but it was actually, it gave rise to the beauty and maybe yeah. even the strength in that relationship after yes. the fallout or after yes. the fighting or after the failure, the setback. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you embody so much in your story. My gosh, for you to go through so many different setbacks, challenges, adversities, yeah. probably seeing your dad in prison. I over don't Over and know. over and over and over. My entire young adult life. Wow. That is what I remember wow. of him. Witnessing him being taken away and then we're visiting him at various prisons and it was a very dysfunctional childhood. And what was that relationship then like for you with your dad? I had no relationship with my father until, and this is why you got to give grace, until my father was 50 years old. Mm -hmm. And I get a phone call one night that I didn't expect saying, Cheryl, your dad has been in an accident, a really, really bad accident, and we don't know if he's going to live. Mm. And so he was like riding his bike and someone hit him. <gasps> oh, wow. And he was in CCU for months. Mm. And I visited him because even though I didn't have a real relationship with him, my mother always demanded that we respect him. And that's what I love about my mother. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what, she, it's still your father and you respect him. And so I go to the hospital and I'm visiting every day because we don't know how many days or moments he has. And he pulls through that because my father, he was determined. If nothing else, he was a determined <laughs> man, right? It's like, I'm going to stick around and make y'all life miserable. Um, <laughs> so that changed everything because that accident actually left him as a quadriplegic. Oh, wow. After 50 years of having full, you know, use of all your faculties, now he's confined to a wheelchair. Oh my gosh, from a bike. From riding his bike and someone hitting him, being in a car accident. So he ended up making it through that. And of course, but his life changed. And, you know, they told him all the stuff that he would never do. And they were like, he will never be able to use his arms again. And I'm like, oh no, you don't understand how much my father loves cigarettes. Oh no, he's going to use those arms again. And he did. He did. He did. He learned how to light a cigarette lighter and he learned how to roll himself in his wheelchair. And he started to having the ability to be able to do things for himself. So he's still confined to a wheelchair, but it was between from his age 50 when he had the accident to 59, right before he passed away. We had the strongest relationship we have ever had. Mm -hmm. I learned things about my father that I never knew. Mm -hmm. And then when he he ended up passing away at 59 years old, he passed of a massive heart attack in his sleep on Thanksgiving Day, 2009. Mm -hmm. That was the first phone call I got in the morning. And it it was devastating, but it was... It was beautiful, the things I learned. Like sometimes in the African-American community, we were like, oh, let's push things under the rug. Let's not talk about certain things. Right, let's shove it under the rug. And after his passing, I learned more about my father than I'd ever learned before because his sisters and brothers were a little more open with the things he experienced Mm. as a young boy growing up and the abuse he witnessed and experienced growing up that I never knew. Oh, wow. And again, it was a, a whole coming around and learning grace. Mm. Like he only did what he knew how to do. Mm. You can't do more unless you have access to learn more. And Mm. he didn't have that opportunity. So 
I feel blessed that I had that amazing relationship with him for those nine core years mm-hmm. that was stronger than it had ever been before. And it was so funny. After his repass, one of his sisters came over and gave me, my brother, my sister, each an envelope. Mm. And it was $10,000 for each of us. And it broke me down into tears because my father had never done anything for me financially in my entire life. Wow. As an ever. Oh, wow. So to know that he was thinking enough of us, to know that he had set something aside for us, to show that love Mm. in his last final hours, moments, whatever, was another testament to just, you know what? Be willing to give people grace. You just don't know what they are struggling with, dealing with, pulling themselves up from, bouncing back from. And so I'm thankful that I have that beautiful memory of my father. Wow. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's part of, I mean, thank you so deeply for sharing that story. Mm -hmm. It's such a powerful, powerful one and such a testament to you, such a testament to your dad, but also for anybody listening, Brave Table fam, who has struggled with forgiving, you know, a, a loved one who struggled with forgiving a betrayal or something terrible that's happened and this idea of grace is yeah. such a through line for you. And it's such a reminder for us that we don't know many times what's going on on yeah. the other side. And it's so easy to pass quick judgments, snap judgments, have our story, our narrative in our mind about that person. And for you, that story then shifted and changed and like unraveled itself yeah. in so many different ways. So now... I mean, wow, this, this, so many juicy, amazing <laughs> moments in your life. You do need to write that book. We, we were <laughs> exactly. talking before we said, we were talking before we started, we hit record that uh, there's a book in Cheryl yeah. and there's definitely a big book in Cheryl for sure. And so many chapters in your life. And so how do you, this concept and idea of grace for even your family, for yourself, for your kids, for your children... How do we have grace with ourselves in even what we want to create? And how do you do this even in how you impact people every day on stage in your programs to have more grace with themselves and sharing their truth? Yeah. Uh, it's so funny that we're having this conversation and talking about this, which I think is a completely different opposite angle than we were anticipating, but I love that it came up organically in the conversation. So for me, I've had to learn how to give myself grace for being able to execute what I'm doing now based on what I've had access to at this point, mm. what I've had knowledge of to this point, and then forgiving myself for the some of the things I did that I didn't love about myself before now. And realizing that you're always only executing based on what you have access to now in this moment. And that's whether you're growing a business or you're growing a family or whatever the thing is that you need to grow in and give yourself forgiveness for in the past, Mm -hmm. do it more quickly. Mm -hmm. I think that's my underlying thing. Give yourself grace more quickly. Give other people grace more quickly. I have a twin sister. We were talking about this a little bit. Yes. And (laughs) my twin sister and I are very, very, very close. Mm -hmm. And I think the importance of giving grace more quickly and forgiving and getting over things and just keeps coming up in my life and in her life and in mm-hmm. people around me. So it's a reminder to just breathe through the tough parts of life and give grace and give forgiveness. So mm-hmm. in 2020, my sister's 
baby boy passed away. Oh. Jordan Alexander Cofield. Mm. She has two sons. That was her baby. He oh. was 20 years old. Oh, my goodness. And I just, I'll never forget, because I just wrapped up this amazing three-day boot camp event for women entrepreneurs, teaching them how to unleash the power of their voice and be more magnetic from stage and storytelling, all the stuff I love to do in this thing called business. And it was three long days. And when I finally got home, I always say I'm joyfully exhausted. I was joyfully (laughs) exhausted. I love what I do. Um, But it's work, right? And when I woke up, I woke up to that phone call. Mm. of my sister screaming, Mm. saying, Jordan's dead. Jordan's gone. And he passed in a tragic motorcycle crash. Oh, man. 20 years young. He was in the prime of his life. Mm. He had so much going for him. Mm. He was going into his junior year at Morgan State University. Oh, wow. He was the starting wide receiver of their football team. Like, the boy was everything, right? Everybody loved him. The NFL was already looking at him. It wasn't a question for us of if Jordan was going to go to the NFL. It was just when. Wow. And all of that was taken away in an instant. Sudden death. And then you start to think about sometimes what you wish you had said and what you wish you had done. And Mm -hmm. life doesn't always give you that opportunity Mm -hmm. to go back and you know, kind of make amends for the regrets. And so just live a life that is filled with grace. Mm. I give grace to myself when I do things that I don't love that I did or how I handle things. I have a conversation with myself. I give myself grace. And then I can't stay stuck in that moment. If I stay stuck in that moment, now I'm stagnant. (laughs) Now, you know, I don't want to be stuck and stagnant. I want to always have momentum Mm. towards the next, but use what I've been through as information learned to help me become a better mother, a better wife, a better coach, a better leader, a better speaker, a better everything that I'm meant to be in this life. And I want to always be trying to become the best version of me and then showing that to others so that they can realize that they too can make mistakes and have faults and have disappointments and they can give themselves grace and still keep forging towards who they are truly destined to become. It's never a journey of perfection. Right. It's just a journey of growth and progress mm-hmm. in every aspect of your life, in every relationship in your life, whether it's business relationships, personal relationships, platonic relationships, friendships, doesn't matter. So I apply that across the board for myself. In my marriage, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, girl, you know you was acting crazy the other day. Right? <laughs> like, like you are really giving your husband a hard way to go. right? <laughs> and I have to tap into that and give myself permission to say, okay, what was going on that caused that behavior? And can you give yourself some grace for how you behave? But then can you go and ask for grace Mm. from your husband who you love dearly? We're 21 years into this relationship, this marriage, and we've broken a lot of generational curses together. Mm. He grew up without his dad. I grew up without my dad. So we made a commitment. Our kids will grow up with both parents in the home. Wow. So we've done so much together. So, you know, but sometimes it's relationships, all right? Stuff happens and you rub each other the wrong way because you're around each other all the time. Of course. So it's it's giving grace. It's asking for grace. Mm -hmm. It's giving yourself grace on an ongoing basis in every connection, every relationship, Mm -hmm. in every part of your life. Wow. Wow. And I mean, that that journey of just, just thinking of, you know, your nephew and how much grace you and your sister had to give to herself. Yep. For what she didn't say, Mm -hmm. what she did say. Mm -hmm. The last time they talked, 
before his passing. Mm. Like that can haunt you if yeah. you don't give yourself grace. All the stuff you wish you had done differently. You know, it's like you can't rewind the hands of time. Mm-hmm. All you can do is give grace and just grow from it. Mm. Wow. And I mean, and because you do show up and share this passion for teaching people to own and share yeah. their voices yeah. on a big stage. Yeah. And so how was his passing? Did that infuse or shift or change anything in the way that your messaging comes across mm-hmm. in your teaching for people? Because it's only been yeah. a couple years. Yeah, it's like, all right, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you waiting for? It's just right. It really does <laughs> hone that message in even more. What are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Like, we always assume we have more time. I feel like a lot of times women, we play the win-then game. When yes. this happens, then I will. And you do that based on an assumption that you're going to have time and opportunity to be able to do that thing. And so the passing of my father and then the passing of my nephew and, you know, just the stuff that happened in life, the clients that I witnessed lose people during COVID, loved ones. One of my clients, you know, her husband and her has this family-run business and they have this food truck and we would go and support the food truck and her husband is gone. Mm. They were raising three young children together. He left here from COVID. Oh, wow. So it's like when you keep seeing that, it's a reminder of how precious life is, mm-hmm. how short life is. And it's like, do it today. Mm-hmm. Do it scared. Do it terrified. I Run in the direction of all the stuff that scares you. You should be running towards it, not running away from it. And that's what we do most times. It scares us. It frightens us. We're fearful of it because we don't have all the answers. We don't know the how of the things that we want to do. So we allow that fear to keep us hostage to where we are versus where we can grow to be and who we can grow to be. And so I just say, move. Mm. Take action, consistent action, constant action, terrified action. Most of the big stuff that I'm doing, (laughs) I am terrified. I make it look like it's so easy and seamless, but I am terrified. And then I'm waiting for oftentimes the response to mm-hmm. the thing, the big risk, the reaction to the big risk yes. or the big thing. And it's like, are people going to like it? Are they going to bite? Are they going to come? Are they going to, you know, it's all those things. But you have to be so consumed with mm. how amazing it can be mm. versus it might fall flat. Yes. I might fail. It might not happen. It might not work. We say stay so stuck in that space that oftentimes we don't give ourselves permission to go into the space of this could be flipping amazing. Like this could be life transformational for me. So I just decide I choose to play in that space. And then I pull in the vulnerable piece by sharing the stories of the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. I am not just a, I'm only going to share with you the good parts, the juicy parts, the wins. I'm going to share with you the losses. I'm going to share with you those times where I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> I put all of this in and it was a flop. <laughs> it was a complete flop. But I need you to, what I really want people to do is pay attention to how long I stay down. Mm. It's not very long. Most times I have the failure. I have my 60 seconds plus of whining and then I get back up. I'm like, now let's go. Yeah. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try it a different way. Mm. Let's connect with somebody. Maybe that wasn't divinely orchestrated. And so it wasn't meant to happen in this season, in this moment. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen later. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it couldn't be massively successful later. But in this moment, it is not the right thing, the right time, the right collaboration, the right connection. It's just not an alignment. 
okay, so let's go pursue it a different way or pursue something completely different. Yes. It doesn't mean that you're going to fail at everything. That thing just didn't work in that moment. Mm. Wow. All right, fam. It is official. We are officially in the summer season. And that means for you, our That Suck Now What shop is open. And we have limited edition merch, which means that we only have 100 pieces of the That Suck Now What hats that can be yours. And with every purchase, you get a free copy of our best-selling and four-time award-winning book, That Suck Now What. Give it to a friend, give it to a bestie. And why not represent your That Suck Now What swag at the birthday parties, at barbecues, at your beach vacay. And we have something for everyone. Conversation cards, journals, affirmation cards, and more. The perfect merch and items for your getaway is here now. So go ahead and visit thatsucknowwhat.com forward slash shop. And be sure to use the code BRAVE so that it unlocks your self-care calendar. Enjoy. And now back to the show. Dr. Cheryl, so I mean, I know that after this episode, people are going to be running to sign up (laughs) for your next training. So tell us all of the things before we get into our igniting round. Where can people connect with you? How can people learn what you're doing? And because I know that so many people are putting their bravery out into sharing their message, whether it is that they want to be a speaker or maybe they just want more confidence to share in a boardroom with a friend, with a family member online. And I know you do all of that. And so how can we get more access to Dr. Cheryl. Yes, definitely connect with me all across social media at Cheryl Empowers and connect with me on my website, CherylEmpowers.com. And the things I'm working on, I mean, look, I'm always moving like what's next because I love this stuff. Like I tell people all the time, find the thing that you don't need an alarm clock to wake you up for. Mm. And this is it for me. Like I was born to speak. Very, very clear. Born to speak life into other people's dreams. Born to remind women that, you know, you are more than enough. And now is your time. Like, stop hanging out in the shadows and staying in the back of the room and come to the front of the room. Because someone needs to hear all the stuff you've been through. All the And sometimes we hoard hurt. Mm-hmm. We have all this hurt and we're just hoarding it. Oh, I don't want to share. I don't want to tell anybody. And you are doing yourself a disservice. You're not allowing yourself to heal. You're not giving yourself grace to heal. But then you're also holding this prescription that someone else needs to be able to move through that season of their lives. You're holding it to yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's like having a prescription pad and saying, today I'm not writing prescriptions. Yeah. No, just stay in pain. No, we don't, we don't allow people to stay in pain. So for me, I am working on some new book projects. I have the Women Who Prosper book project coming up. Uh, another book project called Get in the Game, which is also connected to a live event. And then my big event annually, which is SpeakerCon. And that is my baby. We are in year five. We bring out some amazing heavy hitters, women, entrepreneurs who just want to tap into unleashing the power and the impact of their voice. Because there is something that you were put here to do and impact that you were destined to make. And it will only be made when you open your mouth and share what you already know through your life experiences, the highs, lows, ups, and downs. You will change someone's life 
by speaking up. So we want more people to speak up. And like you said, have the confidence to speak up. It impacts everything and every relationship and everything that you want to execute in your business. It's all about how effectively you communicate and making that heart-to-heart connection with people beyond just the bullet points that you give them. Can you share your heart with them? Mm. Because now in a room, if I'm listening to you and I'm hearing you, even though I see you dress beautifully, faces beat to the gods, all that good (laughs) stuff. You know, we got the beautiful shoes on, but what's beneath that that I can connect to to feel like if you can, I can. Mm. That's the deeper connection that we want to make when we're on any platform, podcast, stage, virtual platform, live, doesn't matter. Are you making a heart-to-heart connection with people to say, I want you to see yourself in me? Mm. And if I can press through these struggles in life and I'm still here, I'm still standing, I'm still a conqueror, I'm still a warrior, nothing's going to keep me down. Do you know how many lives you can impact by Mm. showing that vulnerably? That's what we want you to do. Show what you have inside, what you're made of, so that someone else can tap into that same emotion and know that they too can get back up from whatever is trying to keep them stuck where they are in life. Oh, so powerful. So CherylEmpowers.com. CherylEmpowers.com. And everywhere. So Cheryl Empowers on social media, Cheryl Empowers on YouTube, Cheryl Empowers on the web. Amazing. This has been (laughs) so divine and so much grace. And one question that I ask everybody before we end is, what is one word that describes the season of life? Unapologetic. <laughs> like I'm taking big risks, bigger risks. I've already been taking big risks, but bigger risks. I'm making big asks. Mm. Uh, I am really leaning into the power of getting everything that I want and not apologizing for it. Just creating a life I'm in love with. Amazing. Thank you so much, Queen, for being here. Thank you for having me. Until next time on The Brave Table. Welcome back to the other side. See, I knew you would fall in love with her. She is just so powerful and I still continue to learn from her to this day. So go ahead and you can follow her on Instagram. She is Cheryl Wood on Instagram and on LinkedIn. You can definitely look at her. She's a keynote speaker as well. And she is just power when you listen to her speak and command a stage. I mean, just wow. She's just wow factor and she's the real deal. And I'm just fangirling her so much, Dr. Cheryl Wood. Go ahead and you can also get her 20 principles for prioritizing your purpose right now today. It's completely free. And that is also linked in the show notes. If you love more of this and you're like, all right, who else you got for me? Please check out episode 124 breaking family expectations and creating an abundance money mindset with impact with Maya Elias. And episode 121, how to make peace with abandonment issues, rejection, guilt, and shame with Allison Bird. And finally, you'll enjoy episode 89, being an ambitious woman, building your business with love and ease and finding your support squad with Jada Selner. All right, fam. If you love this and this kind of rocked your world, or maybe you had newfound perspective, we always love your five star review and tell us at Instagram at the Brave Table. Let us know what you think and also share this with a friend. When you actually screenshot your five star review, we are giving away all things this month. So you can enter to win one of our conversation card decks as well as our affirmation card decks. So I will see you next time. And to enter to win the giveaway for the month of July, all you have to do is screenshot that to enter to win. 
And you can send it to support at globalgrit.co, support at globalgrit.co. I will see you next time. 